When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello there and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian and you are listening to episode 169 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. On today's show, we are debunking three cloth diapering myths, and then we're providing a step-by-step approach to cloth diapering with joy. A 2015 article in Vogue states that, quote, today's cloth diapers are not what your grandmother used. And that is certainly true, my friends. Cloth diapers in 2021 grow with your baby. They boast snug fits and quality craftsmanship, and they're designed to last not only for the duration of your first child's diapering needs, but also for your subsequent children as they go through their own diaper stages. Parents who cloth diaper often report that the practice isn't time-consuming, isn't dirty, and doesn't create extra work. But despite the environmental and cost-saving benefits— it's estimated that only one in 10 parents cloth diaper. On today's show, I am speaking with Gail Weisenberg, the founder and chief of commerce of Charlie Banana. Charlie Banana is a supporter of this podcast, and I wanted to talk to Gail specifically about cloth diapering for two reasons. The first is that she's incredibly passionate about the practice, and you'll hear Gail's passion come through in today's interview. The second reason I invited Gail on is because I happily use Charlie Banana diapers for overnights on my own three-year-old. They are the absolute softest cloth diapers, and they provide the best in-class absorbency. Enjoy my chat with Gail Weisenberg. Gail, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today to talk all things cloth diapers. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. And I'm thrilled as well. I need to start right off the bat by addressing something I've heard you say in another interview. And that is that you believe there is joy to be found in cloth diapering your baby. And I want to just start right there because I don't think many parents would say there's joy in diapering at all. (laughs) And I don't know if many would say that there's joy specifically in cloth diapering. So why don't we start our chat by you talking to me about how you found joy in cloth diapering? Oh, that's a great um, way to start. Um, I've found a lot of 
joy in club diapering. And I think that club diapering parents in general find a lot more joy into diapering their baby than non-cloth parents. I think it's because the cloth diaper become that intimate moment of changing the baby and because they love their diapers, they love their baby and you change the colors, the pattern, it makes it special versus, you know, here is that diaper, let's wrap it up, let's toss it up, let's trash it. And I think it's a very, very emotional moment and you do change your baby many, many times during the day. So I think it creates that bonding. And I think they're super cute in terms of the pattern and you match them with the outfit. You don't do that with really a lot of other diapers. The conversation that you strike with strangers at the doctor's office, the nurse at the park, oh, what kind of diaper your baby's wearing? You meet all kinds of fun people that way. And also the colors. My kids learn their colors by picking their diaper. When Charlie used to say, Mommy, I want the little one, you know, like, um, yeah, I, I, I think it has a lot of good moments. Hmm. I am wondering, what was the moment like for you as a new mom when you decided you were going to forego convenience, the convenience, of course, that comes with single-use diapers, and commit to cloth what went into that decision for you? So my first child, Zachary, was completely cloth diaper from day one. And the reason why I cloth diapered to start is one of my best friends told me, Gail, you should look at cloth diapering. And I bought one online on eBay. I used one, I think. That's all you could find at the time. And I tried it on my cat because my baby was not born. <laughs> and I was psyched. I was like, oh, my God, it's so soft. There was no way that my child was going to wear anything else than uh, something soft. So that, that I was sold on the softness before anything else. Hmm. Well, quick plug for Charlie Banana Hair. Your diapers are absolutely the softest cloth diaper I have ever put my daughter in. And you've done a really great job of explaining all the benefits to cloth diapering. But even so, why is it, do you think, that cloth diapering is so uncommon in 2021? And I ask that because you're right, there is a sort of camaraderie with mothers who are strangers who are united in cloth diapering their baby. And that unitedness is because cloth diapering is so rare. So why do you think it's so uncommon? One of the major reasons, I believe, because it's not as mass market as regular disposable diapers that you can find everywhere. And at least in today's, in 2021, there's a lot more retailers that now have diapers. 15 years ago, you could not find a cloth diaper for your life on any shelf unless it was a specific club diaper dedicated store. But I think I think if they were available in every single retailer store, it, it would be a lot more common. The numbers have grown tremendously, so it's not as uncommon as one might think. I find that there a lot of the information online are too confusing. So you find a lot of parents that are wanting to club diaper. They're all excited. And then they go online and they see all that information, flat, not flat, this type, one size, all in one, da, da, da. They get overwhelmed by the information and then they give up. 
it's overwhelming to become a parent. It shouldn't be overwhelming to diaper a baby. So much of your response there really resonated with my diapering and parenting journey. With my first daughter, I went to the internet and I looked up everything I needed to know to cloth diaper. And I was so overwhelmed by all the choices, all the fabrics. Do I want prefolds? Do I want inserts? What do I want? At the same time of me starting to feel overwhelmed with all the cloth choices, somebody in my life said to me, oh, you don't want that headache. You're going to be a new mom. You don't You don't need to add onto your plate. So I didn't. My first daughter, we used disposables. You know, looking back, I regret that because with my second daughter, I got on the cloth diaper train and I loved every single minute of it. I actually agree with you. There is some joy to be had when you are in the cloth diapering mindset because it's it's almost more intimate in a way, but we'll get there. What I really want to talk to you today before we get into the how to actually cloth diaper, I want to address three quick myths that we've all heard when it comes to cloth diaper. So three quick myths, and I'm hoping you'll debunk them for us. Uh, is that okay with you? I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first one is that cloth diapering is time consuming. There's extra laundry. Uh, there's extra, I don't know. It really comes down to the laundry, I think. Is that the case in real life? <laughs> Sorry, I, I always laugh at that one because for me, you know, if I, I usually work from home if I'm not at the office and uh, there's Turning on the laundry, you put it in, you press the button, and you're done, and it goes in the dryer. So in terms of work, right, there's nothing. For the diaper, you have to get in your car, go to the store. You came in to buy one piece of di of diaper, like a pack. You end up with half a cart of stuff you didn't need. Then you got to load all that stuff back. And if you had to go with the baby, you had to dress the baby, carry the baby to the store. You know, I mean, now it's online. It's a little bit easier to get diapers. One thing that many parents tend to forget or not read the fine print is that cloth diapers are, are, are not much grosser than a disposable diaper. A disposable diaper, you're supposed to remove the solids of the diaper before you toss them out into the garbage because that end up into the landfills and then it sinks into the ground and then the, the birds or life... Uh, eats those diaper and then it becomes a biohazard. So it's very important that parents, you know, understand that with disposable diaper, they're supposed to scrap them and before they toast them, uh, where basically at the end, they're handling the same amount of poo as, as they would be with a cloth diaper. So it really, I don't see there's a difference between uh, changing a cloth diaper or a disposable diaper, really. To me, the time factor really is a, is a lie. There's nothing convenient in terms of timing with uh, disposable other than you can trash it. You bring to light a commonality that unites all single-use products is that they're marketed to the consumer by savvy marketing teams that they're convenient. And not just with diapers, but with any single-use product, I always urge my listeners to rethink that narrative. So thank you for mentioning that. The second myth I want to talk to you about is that 
cloth diapers result in frequent leaks and frequent blowouts and that they're just not as absorbent as their disposable counterparts. Debunk away, please. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you noticed, but the Charlie Banana diaper, one of its key feature is the wide back elastic. And the reason why I designed it that way was that it applies really nice and straight and softly on the back of the baby so it doesn't leave any stretch, you know, like a sock mark if it's too tight. And also because if there is a blowout, it's really contained. And the same thing with the brass strap uh, patented system that we have in the leg casing, that one really adjusts to, to fit perfectly your baby as it grows. So you should not have any gap. And if you don't have any gap, you don't get blowout. And the few times that I had blowout in a club diaper, it's always contained unless you put it wrong and you didn't apply the right sizing for your baby. A lot of parents are scared to put it on tight, but if they actually try it on their wrist and feel the elastic tightness, they'll realize on their own that it's actually not that tight. So I found that the, the three times that I used uh, disposable, I had nasty blowout. I had to change the pajamas, the sheets in the hotel. I was so mad. I was like, I wish I had took my cloth diaper to Disneyland. <laughs> that one time my ex-husband wanted me to use um, <laughs> disposable, I swear, until the end. <laughs> well, those ex-husbands, they're just... <laughs> Amazing, aren't they? (laughs) The third myth I would love for you to address is the one that has to do with the water requirements associated with washing all these reusable diapers. There's an argument out there that says that you use more water to launder the diapers and you use excess energy to heat the water to launder the diapers. And so those two things combined make cloth diapering, not so much of an eco-friendly choice. What do you say to that? So I don't have all the data that sustain the, the claims on that. But from my experience then and now, I would say that the amount of water that it takes to make all those pulp to what they are, is a lot and because you have to buy diaper every week i think the consumption of water just to make the product itself is a lot more and you're going to buy six thousand plus diaper over two years for the washing it all depends how people do their laundering of of their diaper i see some people that have all crazy washing routine they do like preload this rinse extra rinse I've always used a water pail and I would always rinse my diaper first because I didn't want to leave diaper soil for like three days. So I would rinse them right away and then I would leave them in a wet pail and my diaper would just go with any diapering, any wash that I had going on. So I never really did like special diaper cycles. I think you save on the eco-friendliness on the fact that you're not going to the store, you're not taking your car. It's on a global mission that we save really on the carbon and on the eco-friendliness and sustainability, I think. Hmm. There's absolutely a lot of factors that go into play when you 
seek to answer such a black and white question, which is which of course is which option is more eco-friendly. I like how you discussed the manufacturing of the disposables. I will also say that I read in preparation for this interview a study by the Ocean Conservancy, and I will link to it in this week's show notes for everybody who wants to do a deeper dive into the eco-friendliness associated with cloth diapers. But the Ocean Conservancy found that as long as you are not shipping your soiled reusable diapers to a diaper washing service, so a van's not coming to your house, picking up your dirty diapers, washing them for you, and then driving back to your house, as long as you're not doing that, and as long as you're washing in your own home, cloth diapers are definitely more eco-friendly, even though there's increased water requirements and increased energy requirements. So I'll link to that in the show notes if anybody is interested. Thank you for debunking those three myths. And I'd love to now switch gears and talk about cloth diapering 101. Like how does this happen? And I really want to get into the, I want to get into the weeds with this because So many listeners listening right now, I know they've Googled how to cloth diaper and they've just been inundated with crazy amounts of information. So let's start here. Let's start with, for a parent who is listening right now who is interested in cloth diapering 100% of the time, give or take, you know, here or there sporadically, but 100% of the time, 99% of the time. Is there a significant upfront cost? Yes, there is a significant upfront cost, but just like with anything baby-related, when you first have a baby, you have to buy a car seat, you have to buy this, you have to buy that. So the diaper kit is your upfront cost, but it's a lot less money uh, in the long run and also no headache. Hmm. Yeah, having a baby requires a significant upfront cost, right? The stroller, unless you're getting it secondhand, is a significant upfront cost. I would suggest to anybody listening who's fortunate enough to have loving family and friends, perhaps you're having a baby shower, you go ahead and register for everything you need for cloth diapering from birth until potty training. I would also say, too, that if cost is an issue, I always suggest secondhand for anything and everything. And there is a vibrant secondhand diaper community if you are interested in cloth diapering, but maybe can't buy new. So talk to me, what are the supplies? Like really break it down for us if you can. What specific supplies and how many of each does a new parent need to cloth diaper effectively? So if you know you're going to cloth diaper and you start from the beginning, I would recommend extra small size for the first four to six months as having a stash of maybe 12 pieces, just because the the first four to six months is the time that you're going to change the baby the most often. So having 12 extra small will be just great. And, and then when you're done with the sizing of the extra small, then you only use your one size. Um, that way that gives you a lot more diaper uh, at the time of the baby stage where you need a lot more. So I would say 12 extra small and then 12 to 24 one size 
it depends how often you wash them. 12 to 24, I think it's comfortable where you have one in the car, one in the stroller, couple in the, you know, in the laundry room that are being washed. Enough that if you have to go on a trip, 24 is the ideal um, one size stash you should have. And I just want to add there for anybody listening, thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, I have to buy 24 diapers up front. I would say you only have to buy 24 diapers as one size. Your child will be wearing them from, let's say, four months until potty training, 2.9, three years old. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, I have to buy 24 diapers, I would suggest flipping the script and saying, I only have to buy 24 as opposed to seven diapers a day times 360. Uh, 6,000 pieces the first two years of a child. So uh, that's the average that, that we've had calculated over the years. So when it comes to supplies, you did a great job talking about the specific diapers, but is there anything else that parents need? Is there a special detergent? Is there a special pail? Is there any other accessories that would make a new parent's life a lot easier? Yes. So so 12 extra small, and I would say 12 to 24 one-size diaper would be a great diaper stash. Then you will need the diaper liners that you put on top of the diaper, which we, it's easy to clean up the diapers. And then I would recommend disposable uh, inserts. So if you're going out and about, or if you're on an airplane, or if the baby has diarrhea, whatever the occasion, your in-laws are changing diapers. So it's always nice to have the disposable insert as a backup plan and a tote bag to carry uh, your diaper out and about, a diaper pail that you can keep in the laundry room where you put all your uh, the dirty diaper or on your way to the laundry room. And I would say I, I used a, a nice little mini tote where I would put the reusable wipes because, you know, if you really cloth diaper, you realize that reusable wipes are another type of waste. So that would be the basic that you need, but that's pretty much it. So, okay, so you broke down what we need, but then comes the question of choosing what to buy. And with diapers, with cloth diapers, there are so many choices, so many types of diapers. So I'm wondering if, without going into too much detail, maybe like a introductory distinguishing between the all-in-ones, the pre-folds, the inserts, and maybe even we'll add the flats in there. Can you tell us what all these different types of cloth diapers mean and, uh, you know, how they're different from each other? So I, I'm not a huge expert, I have to admit, with all those other type of diapers, just because I don't find them very convenient. Uh, I was always a pocket all-in-one lover and adopter, and those are the products that I designed just because I thought they were just easy. And if you're going to club diaper, you want to be easy and not just add extra work, Right. So the, the Charlie Banana in particular is a pocket diaper where you stuff the insert inside so it's separated. I feel that they wash well, they wash easily, and you have the 
option to do one insert or two insert if you don't like it too bulky or if your baby is a light wetter or if your baby is a heavy wetter you can put a second insert so it gives you a lot more flexibility and with our other deluxe insert system you can put it inside the pocket or on top of the pocket so in this case I just thought it was kind of the Rolex of the cloth diaper where you, you could do whatever you wanted or use the disposable insert as well. So the flats, um, you know, are, are just this shell and then you fold a different insert on top and you put it on and then you have, it's a two-piece system, but it's different and it doesn't go in the pocket and it's not as soft and then you have the elastic on the side. I will say I am a huge fan of the inserts and I've been adding two inserts with my daughter's Charlie banana diaper at nighttime uh, because two inserts really keep her dry for the entire duration of her sleep, which is about 12 hours. And that's why I love inserts. It's because it's almost customizable in some respects. It's also like the modern cloth diaper. I think when people think about cloth diapers, they think about um, a piece of cotton fabric attached at the sides with safety pins. And I'm here to say, and you're here to say, cloth diapers have come a long way. Would you agree with that? Yes. Now that they are like engineered to the T, even the, the type of elastic we use, the type of fabric, it's incredible. The durability, I have people that have had like three, four kids, they're still on the same diapers. It's amazing how long they last. Yeah, isn't that amazing? For any listeners listening right now who are planning to have more children, know that an investment in cloth diapers can and will extend beyond your current child wearing cloth and into future ch children who will wear cloth. So cloth diapers can be the eco-friendly choice for the duration of all your children's diapering needs. Now, okay, so let's assume, let's go back to the different types of diapers. Let's assume that there's a parent and they have decided that they're going with a diaper that requires inserts. Now, this is something that really tripped me up when I was doing my research. I chose the diaper. I chose an, a diaper with inserts. But then there are all these different insert materials. There's the microfiber, which is the one I went with, but I'm not sure I should have. There's the hemp, there's the cotton, and there is the bamboo. What should a parent consider when choosing the material for their inserts? So... Micro Terry inserts are highly absorbent and they are highly durable and they also don't change shape, uh, which is really nice, uh, but they are polyester. So polyester, uh, the common use, it's the most affordable, it's the most durable, it's incredible quality of fabric and, and it's also super soft too. So for the Micro Terry, the absorption level that you get with that fabric is incredible. So that's why most of manufacturing use uh, micro terry. And it depends how many layer you put in the inserts. So sometimes some inserts are super skinny and then you'll need three or four of those inserts. Or, you know, you can use like the Charlie Banana one. We have four layers of absorption. So with two inserts, you're fine because you're really getting a mama insert. 
for the amp, uh, so some parents want natural fiber and also certain uh, parents feel that amp is more absorbent. So for natural fibers, uh, they are great because, you know, any natural fiber is good and better, uh, depending on the criteria. Um, and hemp saturates better with a heavy weather. So usually people that have heavy weathers will want to have amp insert. And on our amp insert, we do a blend also of organic and hemp because the blend just is better. And it also maintains the fabric so that they don't get out of shape because with natural fiber, you don't have that same uh, stability. And then the bamboo charcoal or bamboo um, mix, right? It's never a full pure blend. It's always a mix of three or four different material, the majority of the brands. So the bamboo is another type of absorption and, and bamboo can be considered be more sustainable because it comes from bamboo, but it's actually rayon. Um, so again, it's it's really a preference uh, to the user. I think all in all, AMP is more absorbent, but depends on the amount of micro terry and the density of the fabric and the, the thickness of the insert that you have. And then there's another factor to the uh, insert. Organic cotton is also very nice, uh, depending on the blend that you have. But the problem with uh, organic cotton is that it stays wet. So, and it stains. So that's another factor. My uh, polyester doesn't stain, amp and cotton does, which can be uh, not nice if you don't like stains. But because they are in the pocket, if you have a pocket type of diaper, it doesn't matter really if you have stains. So that's another thing to consider with inserts. Well, that was a comprehensive response. So thank you. And it leads me to my next question which is, are there any other factors that parents should consider when choosing not only a type of diaper, not only a material of the diaper, but also the brand? Are there any other really important factors that I haven't asked you about yet? Well, in terms of the brand, I think it's almost like fashion. You don't tell a woman what type of shoes she should be wearing, right? She is either in love with Jimmy Choo, I'm, I'm joking, <laughs> but, you know, like everybody has their own favorite uh, designer. And I think for diaper, it's which brand a parent fall in love with or which brand a friend is using or how soft the brand feels you know, how sustainable is that brand? You know, every brand has their strength and weakness. I think overall in the industry, we are all great manufacturers with quite high ethics and standard. Um, if it comes to, to Charlie Banana, we donate to, we support Operation Smile and 1% uh, to the planet and all our products are cli climate um, certified. One thing that you just mentioned and an aspect to Charlie Banana that I really love is that your diapers are climate neutral certified. What on earth does that mean? So you can, we've, we've always, um, you know, as a company, I always wanted to do as, a, as 
as sustainable enterprise as I could, right? So we did, we did a lot of things in the office that way. But the ultimate thing that you can do to be more sustainable with manufacturing is to buy carbon credit to offset your manufacturing emission, your shipping emission, your fabric production, everything that comes into making the diaper, shipping the diaper, etc. You can... Uh, have a company that calculates your emissions and then you buy carbon credit to completely offset your carbon emission. You alluded to your disposable inserts before. And this is one aspect to Charlie Banana that I think is really revolutionary almost because it adds in the convenience factor. We discussed before about how single-use items market themselves as convenient. And your disposable inserts are kind of the best of both worlds because it's a cloth diaper with a disposable option for those instances where we all require a little bit of disposable convenience. So walk me through what the disposable inserts are and how parents can best utilize them in those special instances. When when I designed the Charlie Banana product line, the disposable insert was like the key feature. And I think at the time we were one of the few to have an hybrid diaper, as we called it then. Because the idea was that it would help new parents that wanted to cloth diaper to do the the bridge. So it was not as intimidating. And that was really the only reason at the beginning why I did that. Because I figured, okay, you're going to buy the disposable, you're going to feel reassured, and then you're going to try it and you're going to realize, oh, it's just so easy to wash the insert. You know, you're only going to use the disposable insert as a second case situation like when you go to your in-laws when you're traveling in an airplane if you I used to do Hong Kong Los Angeles 14 hour flight with two kids that was a heavy bag of insert <laughs> especially when they use one they, they start to really be like heavy so um, this is why the disposable insert is intended as an occasional usage however I believe that everybody is different. So we're just giving you all the tools to be able to do your own diapering cuisine, so to speak, because, you know, your husband might like something, your nanny might not, and and that way everybody's happy and can do the diapering of their choice. Yeah, and when you give options, then you limit, I don't want to say excuses, but you limit uh, potential reluctance. I guess that would be a better word is you're limiting reluctance by offering choices. So I'd love to wrap our conversation up by going back to where we started, starting at the beginning, ending at the beginning. You mentioned that you found such joy in cloth diapering. Fast forward to the creation of Charlie Banana. Why was it important for you to not just go on your merry way <laughs> after uh, cloth diapering your children, but actually start a company dedicated to empowering other parents with the tools they need to cloth diaper. Why was it important for you to start this company? 
because I discovered club diaper by complete luck. If it wasn't for my best friend telling Miguel you should try or you should look at it, there were no place in my surrounding in Hong Kong or in the United States, there were no stores that sold cloth diaper. And most of the cloth diaper that was out there was not very cute or designed, you know, in, in, a, in the best way. And that's 15 years ago, right? So I just thought, oh my God, this is the best product ever that I've used on my kids. And it's not available anywhere to any parents that's becoming a mom. Most people have no idea this is an option to them. And there is no reason, and I still believe this today, there is no a plausible reason why not everybody club diaper. So my mission became that I wanted that 50% of parents club diaper. I just wanted to get to half-half because I felt that if you don't, you're missing out on so much fun and on so much goodness at all level, on a personal level for your babies, you know, well-being, the, the establishing the connection, you know, IP, I, I, it gets wet, they put it train faster. I just felt with parents that don't get to experience cloth diaper miss out. And, and I have to share with you that out of all the gizmos, that I bought for my kids. You know, you have that list they give you and the thing for the nose drainer and the this and the that. I mean, thousands of dollars of stuff they tell you you have to do. The one thing that I almost cried and that I was so sad to retire was the last cloth diaper that I put on my daughter. Any other item that I purchased, I can't say that I fell in love with. <laughs> And I don't know if you feel the same out of all the stuff you bought, but there's not too many products that can say, oh my God, you know, I love using that on my kids. But my cloth diapers, all of them, I love till the end. I definitely know what you mean. And your response makes me think that kids grow so fast. That cute dress that you loved that you bought will fit for a very small window of time before it needs to go in the box in the basement or be passed on to somebody else. But with cloth diapers that adjust in sizing like Charlie Bananas do, those diapers are items that will be with your child for three-ish years. They're, go they're probably the only item that you use daily on your child that will be with them for the duration of the first three years of their life. So it's definitely understandable as parents to grow attached to them. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I think there's an emotional attachment to that moment of taking the baby and changing it. And then it's not a disgusting moment at all. It's a joyful moment. And then there's the loving way of cleaning those diapers and, and resetting them and putting them in the drawer and finding them the next time. There is that caring and loving thing about it that it doesn't exist with any other product that you use on your baby. And you change them quite a lot. That's why I always say it's such a joy because it, it really ties you up with so many moments of your life with your child. Well, Gail, you have been so generous in offering my listeners a gigantic 31% off 
their Charlie Banana offer. And I want to thank you so much for that. I will link to the promo code and the link in this week's show notes for listeners who are interested. But for listeners who want to touch and feel your products, where can they do that? So Charlie Banana products are available at many uh, uh, retail stores in the United States in particular. So if you go on the website, you can find a list of the store near you. And we also are available at Bye Bye Baby Store. It's 125 stores where you can touch and feel the product. So that's a great way to show your husband or your wife how a cloth diaper is. Well, Gail, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I am thrilled to talk to you about all things cloth diapering. I'm thrilled to have done this cloth diapering episode with a real expert And I feel so confident that you have introduced my listeners to the joys that can come with cloth diapering. So thank you so much. Thank you for having this time with you to to educate and share my experience. And I hope it'll spark something fun and uh, lots of joy in many more cloth diapers parenting in the future. I so hope you enjoyed my conversation with Gail Weisenberg over at Charlie Banana. Check out this week's show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 169 for more information on everything we talked about today. On next week's show, we are discussing cleaning routines and why having systems in place that address our household maintenance related pain points can ease our feelings of overwhelm. I will see you then. Have an amazing week. Stay home, stay healthy, and take care, my friends.